your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Oh, man, rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double-figure scoring. And the ones who pitch a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twist take the lead 2-1. Nelson Cruz golfing a 1-2 pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi, fanned on it, recovers. Got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! Right to Dalvin, turns it up to the end zone, touchdown! What's up, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live and direct. We are back. It has been a minute. Definitely glad to be back with you here. Thank you for tuning in. Another edition of Sports Done Right. You can catch us on all your major uh, streaming platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, on and on and on and goes, or just Google Sports Done Right. You'll find us. Trust me, you will find us. Um, So good to be back with you. Again, Vince Wright. I am um, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and... <clears throat> Excuse me, didn't have time to hit the old mute button there Lots to talk about tonight We're going to get into a lot of it with the Vikings and vaccines uh, Also going to talk to you a little bit on why, in my opinion, the sports governor That the Gophers have to win the Big Ten this year This year So, stay tuned for that we got over-unders coming to you for some for the Big Ten Conference as well. We're going to talk towards the end of the show about NBA free agency. We're also going to talk about the atrocious garbage Olympic coverage that NBC has offered us here in the United States of America. Again, thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter. I am Vince Wright at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Um, you can also follow Sports Done Right on Facebook. It's W R I G H T. Sports Done Right, my last name. Make sure you follow us there. You can check us out on Instagram there as well. Sports Done Right. And let's get to it we got a little late night edition of sports done right here on a tuesday again i i appreciate your patience as i'm um getting a new business started here and you know real life gets in the way but we could not go oops more than a couple weeks there without getting you a new sports done right and we do got so much to talk about here so here we go vikings and the vaccine 
We got a quarterback mess. Zim's had enough. And basically what's happening now is you're, and excuse the language, but you're starting to fuck with billionaires' money and they ain't having it anymore. So was listening, kind of cruising around. I got to put the headphones on. I hope this sound came out good because uh, I was doing some errands here. Caught up with Dan Barrero's show on KFAN, KFAN here locally. And he had Coach Zim on. And let's take a listen. Again, this is from KFAN with Dan Barrero. And here's what Coach Zimmer has to say about this vaccination mess. And then we'll get into uh, specific players. Or for you, is the vaccine just a means to an end, which is less disruption for your football team? I guess it's a little of both. Um, you know, it, from what the doctors tell us, you know, it, it, you know, you, you might still catch it, but um, you're not going to. Typically, you're not going to go in the hospital. You're not going to die. Um, I would feel terrible if somebody that I knew wasn't vaccinated and they end up dying because they, they could have prevented it. And, and, and when I say, you know, like these guys that are out here, the fans, you know, that that would really bother me. You know, you've said you've been pretty candid about the fact you've talked to the team about it. Mm-hmm. So what is your strategy? Because clearly you've, you've made this a plea, a personal plea for you, for reasons I think you've articulated very well. So... Is your approach with them fire and brimstone? Is it very calm and collected? And does, do you sense that any of that creates any movement in the in the minds of the players who have, for whatever reason, yeah. good, bad, or in, misinformed, have gone the direction they've gone? Well, I think I've tried both ways. I've, you know, very um, educational. We've tried that a lot. I've, you know, I was upset the other day when we lost five players, and it could have happened in the day of the game. But... Um, you know, I'm kind of get to the point now where, you know what, these the ones that aren't going to do it, they're not going to do it. So I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to quit worrying about it and coach who's ever available for the games. When it's high-profile guys, when it's your quarterback, though, doesn't it go to a different place for you? I mean, quarterbacks, you know, have a right to make their own decision, obviously. But they're in a leadership role in the team, and, and teams are built largely around that position. I don't have to tell you that. So... Does it make you more frustrated? And have you talked anything? Have you had any conversations directly just with Kirk on this thing? Not really. Uh, I've talked to him about not necessarily whether he should or shouldn't get vaccinated. I've just talked to him about some of the protocols which he doesn't believe in. And um, you know, and I said, "Well, call Dr. Sills or call the league or whatever, whatever there. Call your PA." Um, but um, you know, I'm I'm kind of re- re- I don't know what the word refined to the to the fact that. You know, these guys aren't going to do it. would be curious to find out how many of the starting quarterbacks are in the league. I don't know. but the, 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 We still don't know how many of your players are vaccinated. There's a million reports out there. Yeah. What I heard today was it's like 53%. It's is higher that, than that. It is higher than that. All right. So part one, Dan Barrero, you heard it there with Coach Zim today out at training camp, Minnesota Vikings. You know, obviously the name Kirk Cousins has come up. For obvious reasons, he's a starting quarterback. And quite honestly, I mean, if you remember, Kurt was getting some heat, you know, a year or two ago because of some of the writings that his father was putting out there as well, kind of conspiracy theory stuff there. So, you know, in all honesty, probably not too shocking that Kurt, 
does not want to take the vaccine. Other players, again, these are rumors. So, you know, put the allegedly's out there and everything else. Harrison Smith, the hitman, Adam Thielen, the starting wide receiver. And, you know, they're in the protocol as well. And also Kellen Mond. And it is been confirmed that he does have COVID and he was also not vaccinated. It was reported earlier that he was vaccinated, but it turns out that he was not vaccinated. So, you know, your quarterbacks are out. And, and here's where it's going. NFL owners lost all the money, obviously, with COVID last year playing to empty stadiums. And they just ain't they ain't having it anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's that's honestly how it is. I'm not here to argue what side you're on and, and this and that. I mean, you know, the rumor is also out there that these players that I just named are contemplating, you know, at least Kirk Cousins is contemplating retirement, allegedly. Now, Kurt has made a lot of money. He could probably do that and can ride off into the sunset. I'm sure, uh, you know, right wing media outlets are probably he'll probably be their next hero um, and, and whatnot. And he may relish that role, to be perfectly honest with you. And that's his choice. And, and it is his right to do that. Um, you know, on the personal level, I just, you know, here's where we're going. And I had a conservative friend I was talking to and he kind of. Uh, took me by surprise when I heard this. He said, I don't, you know, if a, if a private company mandates that their employees be vaccinated, you know, to, to work at a certain place, then he's down with that. His problem was, you know, it's when the government steps in and says you have to be vaccinated, okay? We can have that argument in a different time, but here's where it is. These billionaire owners are done losing their money. And they're like, look, if you or, you know, if you are on a team and you choose not to be vaccinated, you're going to have testing every day. You're going to have all the protocols that they have now put in place. They're, they're trying to make your life hell so you do get vaccinated. I mean, let's call it what it is. Now, the political argument's one thing. But when a, think of it as a company, the NFL has now said, look, this is what we see, think we have to do to ensure that we get through the season and we can have fans in the stands and everybody can make their money. And you have a lot of people out there who are on the opposite side saying, look, it is my right not to get vaccinated. I don't care what you say. And quite honestly, those players now are going to have to make a choice. Because if it turns out that a player is has cost their team a victory, a game, or whatever, I mean, this thing's going to get nasty real quick. And if they can say, hey, look, this person didn't get vaccinated, therefore they, they caught it or spread it or whatever, I mean, we're going to have finger point going everywhere. I heard... Uh, in the Vikings locker room right now, everybody's still kind of cool with each other and whatnot. Vikings allegedly have one of the lowest vaccination rates um, with with um, within the NFL as well. So this is this is really coming to a head here, and and players that are not vaccinated are going to have to make choices because now 
you're you're seeing and you're starting to see it with companies, um, some universities now coming out and saying, hey, look, we're going to require vaccinations for kids to come back to campus here this fall. Um, University of St. Thomas here locally, University of Minnesota, um, indoor mask mandates here with the Delta variant. And I think that maybe people on the um, side of, of being vaccinated are now really trying to put the heat on the people. The problem is, is that we are where we are with this thing. And I think that we've kind of hit the limits on people that are going to be vaccinated. So in the public, you can say that. But now as a part of the NFL, and if you're a player and you don't want to get vaccinated and you don't want to follow the protocols, or you get caught up in the protocols and it's found out that, you know, you're carrying, you're, you're a possible spreader, whatever, you got some choices to make. And you can very well quit because the NFL isn't changing their minds. And the NFL, for once, probably has the majority of the public behind them here. And this is going to be really interesting because then, let's say Kurt retires. Does he get paid? Does he still get paid a certain part of this infamous contract to his? I don't know that offhand. So I'm not going to sit here and claim to know it. But uh, it definitely did cross the sports governor's mind. Can he walk away and still get a bit of this contract? Or anybody else who who retires. This goes, you know, league-wide. You know, we're focusing on the Vikings because of our our local show here. But, you know, league-wide. You know, we've heard of other teams having issues with getting players vaccinated. So you have on the one side the NFL owners who are like, look, man, we're done with this shit. Get vaccinated. Take part in these protocols. They think that that's the way out of this for them if they can just get everybody or at least a super majority of their players on board. And also to coaches as well, because the Vikings have also had a coach that didn't want to get vaccinated. They kind of reworked a job for him. I hear a lot of people, um, you know, Twitter world out there fan wise, wasn't really happy with that, to be perfectly honest with you. But, um, you know, the Vikings, because you have Zimmer, you know, this season's going to be really key for him and what his future looks like. Um, you know, you have people in the front office who are tied to Zimmerman as well, um, the GM especially. And if they have to go and, and play, you know, third string players, uh, players that they sign a week before, things like that, and all the season, all of a sudden the season goes to, to shit. Well, yeah, I mean that is no good. So the Vikings, all of a sudden, the Viking season. You know, I don't want to say it's in peril, but this is really going to be interesting. Kirk Cousins and crew is set to come back, I think, later this week is when their protocol kind of schedule ends and they can come back. And we'll see. Because here's part two of the sound from Coach Zim, and we'll we'll wrap this up. If my daughter wasn't vaccinated and gave it to one of those two little boys, I would feel just sick. And, you know, I don't even know what the chances are for babies to get it. But, you know, it's the same, you know, I, 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 want, I want their families to be healthy. I get emails every day on this. We've talked about this on the air and a lot of the things you've said. And almost every day, I can guarantee if we were in the office right now, there'd be emails listening to this conversation from people saying, you guys don't get it. Zimmer doesn't get it. 
This isn't. This is like. The, this is. This has been. This has sort of been a, a hoax perpetrated on all of us. Most people don't die from it. Um, it's. It's basically like six hundred thousand have, haven't they? Something like that. Is that. Isn't that more than the Spanish flu? Well, it's. It's a lot for yeah, sure. It's, a lot for, it's sure. a lot for sure. And now, as you say, with the variant, uh, things are in a different place. What's interesting is the feeling I have, even from the league, is a year ago. It was like we were all in this together, and so there was going to be more sympathy if you got it. I think what seems to have changed is we've got a way out of the box here, and so we're going to be less tolerant. To me, that's why they had all the language about the possibility of a game being forfeit. Can you imagine as a head coach having a game forfeited on the basis of, if in, in the worst-case scenario, unvaccinated players are responsible for it when it's utterly preventable? Yeah, like some of the games that got moved last year. You know, with fans being in the stands, it would be hard to get moved games now, but... Um, you know, honestly, Dan, uh, you know, I've said my piece. I don't want to be the, the, the flag bearer for any of this stuff. I'm just trying to get my football team there, and I want to keep them healthy the best they can. And if other people out there don't want to take it, then don't take it. But stay away from me. <laughs> there you go. If you don't want to take it, stay away from me, Coach Zim says. And I know a lot of people are going to be out there and be like, you know what, F you, Zim. Just like Dan said, you know. Zim and, and Zim said yesterday, you know, he's talked to, to a lot of the players, obviously, who don't want to get vaccinated. You know, he's in, he's implying a lot of them are buying into conspiracy theories and the stuff they're reading online and a, and a mass uh, disinformation network that has been put out there from the very beginning. And he's, he says a lot of his players are buying into that. You know, and like I said, I think he's just capped out on, on what it is. So I think, you know, these players obviously got decisions to make. Teams are going to have decisions to make. And we will go on from there. So uh, stay tuned, man. Vikings are going to be uh, <laughs> worth watching here in the preseason. Unfortunately, it's going to be for a lot more than what's happening on the football field as well. Um, let's do this here. When we come back, we are going to jump in here. We're going to talk a little bit of the um, Big Ten. We're going to talk a little bit about over-unders. We are going to talk about the Gophers. And, you know, just uh, not so much of a preview of the Big Ten and the Gophers. Um, but we're really going to kind of jump in there and, and tell you why they have to win the Big Ten West this year. So... Um, with that, we will be right back and stay tuned. Sports done right. Vince Wright, sports governor. I'll be right back with you. Hey guys, this is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota, and I'm here to tell you guys about pick and shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code NORSTAR. Get 20% off right now when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com. Watching 
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, ladies, I know you're tired of the same old thing. Things have become so mundane. I mean, your bedroom is just so cold. So cold. I need to tell you, I got a tragedy. And I'm unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Come on. Let's get it going here. Vince Wright, Sports Go, Sports Done Right. We are back live Tuesday, late night edition. We had the baby making music going for you there on the break. What kind of man would I be by St. Paul's very own Mint Condition? Uh, Mint Condition really is a, is a phenomenal R&B band. They, they don't get the true respect for being part of that Minneapolis sound that, you know, people of my generation grew up with. Uh, the Princes, The Times, Vanity Sixes, on and on and on it goes. Husker Du replacement, on and on and on it goes. Um, the Suburbs, a uh, lot, of, lot of different bands that went beyond the R&B, but man, Mint Condition, definitely one of them, and still touring. Um, hopefully they're back out there post-COVID. Well, if we can get past it, as we were talking about here, um and obviously a little hall and notes little sarah smile so all right y'all golden golfers first off i want to send a special shout out to our main man brian wheeler aka baldy from baldy's barbecue out there in lakeville minnesota organized a meet and greet with tanner morgan mo ibrahim and the offensive linemen and this was really cool because this was the first event that they participated in where they are able to take the payments. So name and image likeness out there for all to see. I think they said about 250, 275 people showed up, uh, paid 10 to $20 to get things autographed by the, by the offense, get pictures taken with the gang gophers, you know, talk to Tanner, talk to Mo. I mean, great dudes. I cannot believe Mo Ibrahim's the Big Ten running back of the year. And he, you know, I'm a, I'm a tall guy. And he's just, you, you look at him, he's a shorter guy and stuff. But it's like the power that he runs with, it, it's mind-blowing. So it was a lot of fun. Good food, obviously, at Baldi's Barbecue. A lot of Gopher fans showed up. And it was just nice that, you know, they I think they split um just over two thousand bucks you know not a not a whole lot when you break it out to everybody but it's something and it's just the start of this thing in terms of name image and likeness so again shouts out to the golden gopher offense baldy's barbecue rick sosa my main man uh he writes mainly on vikings but a big gopher fan as well my main man andrew hayes showed up out there as well um so congrats there oh couple shouts out um some of our twitter fans or fans and friends excuse me sal spice and Haley. Uh, i call them the queens of twitter they are coming out with a new show called sports and the city and these are more than pretty faces guys these ladies know their sports and i cannot wait for this show it's going to be a lot of fun to hear their takes and what they're doing there um, as well um, shouts out to 10k sports they were out there at the gopher deal as well so jack jake doing big things there uh peace out to bubba who's leaving them to uh look at some other options there 
And what can I say, man? This this Twitter fam is really starting to grow and really um, becoming a fun thing to be a part of. Um, meeting local sports podcasters and sports writers and all that. So shouts out to everybody there. Didn't name everyone, but we got plenty of time for that um, as we come up here. So, all right, let's get into it. Why do the Gophers need to win the Big Ten West this year? Here's why. It's time. And this can be done, obviously, with a loss to Ohio State, but the Gophers have to do this at some point and this year has to be the year in my opinion because they've blown opportunities past couple years to beat Wisconsin and Iowa and that's really what we're focusing on here now um, they they have get other games um, depending on how good Indiana is this year you got Indiana coming to town that can be a very interesting game and then the game that we um, talked about or we were going to mention here a little in a little bit the game at Colorado, which is a must-win game because if they come out, let's say they lose to Ohio State as expected. Uh, I can't remember. I think Tennessee State or somebody comes in uh, the following week. Again, assuming you get that win and then you go out to Colorado. I mean, that's the other name on your non-conference schedule from, a, a, you know, at least now what's going to be left of the Big the Big 12 Conference. Or um, are they Pac-12 now? I'd, regardless. Name opponent if they can beat them and kind of get it going there. But, you know, Tanner, year beyond a, uh, a rough season, to say the least. And, you know, I'm looking for big things from him. We do have to figure out, you know, you got Chris Altman Bell. We got to figure out that second, third receiver. And the defense as well, which we'll get into in our Big Ten preview show. Um, had, does have a couple question marks, but this is the year because honestly, there's a lot of question marks with a lot of teams, you know, uh, Wisconsin, you know, depending on what their quarterback does. I mean, he came out, had a, a, a very good year and then all of a sudden he went to shit, you know, other big 10 Northwestern has a new defensive coordinator for the first time in what about 15 years I think since like 2006 or 2007 and you know stability is what Northwestern's all about you know under Pat Fitzgerald so um, let's see what happens there with a brand new uh, defensive coordinator and like we said Illinois they're just starting with Brad Bulema down there and there's just you really you just got to step up to the plate and do it. I mean that's what Wisconsin did years ago when I was still in in college and the Barry Alvarez era was beginning. That's what Pat Pat Fitzgerald did with Northwestern. Sometimes you just have to do it, and no more excuses on paper. This and that. You just got to find a way to win, and players got to step up. We got to find as they say the next man up on the on this Gopher team. But I'm looking forward to big things. And I think if they can get started early, you know, obviously a huge upset win over Ohio State could be, um, you know, the the way to go. And we're obviously hoping for that go for fans. But this is PJ's fourth year in. We've let golden opportunities go by, especially in the 2019 season, because and I hate to toot my own horn, but I'm going to do it here. It was Vince Wright, the sports governor, while we all enjoyed the Penn State game 
and being on national TV and storming the field and looking like a real college campus and real football team on national TV. But I kept telling you it was the Iowa game the following week because if we would have beat Iowa that year, we win the Big Ten West. There's two games left. Now all of a sudden you can go out and you can play. I don't want to say play loose against Wisconsin, but, you know, the Wisconsin game doesn't matter because you're the Big Ten West champions. But as we know, we lost. Almost came back to win the Iowa game, but, but we gave it up early. Won the next game, and of course, all the pressure's on for the last game of the year. Wisconsin and Wisconsin came in in 2019 and played arguably the best game of their of the year for them that year, and really demolished Minnesota. You know, game day was there; it was a lot of fun and everything, but we got our butts kicked, got asses kicked on national TV. So, uh, Gophers, this is the year. You got to get it done. And I'm look, I'm not saying, you know, if it doesn't happen, fire P.J. Fleck or anything like that. But I'm just saying, you know, programs that take these steps to become relevant. And let's, and let's just say a perennial top 25 team. And I'll even say a top 30 team. Perennially, you got you to gotta take a step and, and make a championship bounce. This year, the Gophers have to do that. And I think they can, but, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more when we start breaking down the teams. We're going to have a Big Ten preview show here um, in, a, in a couple weeks before the season starts. Um, that leads me to my next story. CBS Sports had Big Ten over-unders. I'm just going to go through these quickly. I'm not going to get too into it right now because, again, we'll come back to this, like I said, when we tie it into our Big Ten preview show. But they have Illinois at three and a half wins. Again, Brett Bulema is taking over um, for for um, uh, Lovey Smith there. So, you know, obviously that probably is what's going to happen. Indiana, coming off a stellar campaign uh, last year there, and a nice run for them, are at seven and a half wins. Iowa, eight and a half wins, which is usually where you're going to find Iowa. Maryland is at six wins. Michigan is at seven and a half wins. And the problem with Michigan and everybody will tell you is Michigan is they're a gatekeeper, man. They can't beat the the best teams. They can't beat Wisconsin. They definitely obviously can't beat Ohio State. You know, it, Northwestern's beaten them recently. I believe Iowa has. They can't beat the the best teams in the Big Ten anymore, where they used to be called elite. Michigan. No longer elite program, sure. They're going to fill the big house. They're going to give you over 100,000 great alumni. Um, people love buying their merchandise and stuff. But let's see what happens there. Um, Michigan State at four and a half wins, and that brings us to Minnesota. They have the Gophers at seven wins this year. Seven wins is not going to get you a Big Ten West championship. They have them losing. Um, and they also yeah, and they have them losing to Colorado. So that was what I was speaking on earlier here on Sports Done Right, the sports governor. Um, interesting. Interesting. So again, this is just a season where the Gophers they just gotta find a way to step up. Will they do it? I don't know. Nebraska at six wins. 
Northwestern at six and a half wins. Again, they have a new defensive coordinator starting uh, down there in um, Evanston. Penn State is at nine wins over in the East. Purdue at five wins. Rutgers at four wins. Let's finish out. Ohio State, 11 wins. Going undefeated in conference. Wisconsin, nine and a half wins. And again, Graham Mertz, the quarterback down there. Remember, he had that awesome first couple games last year. All of a sudden, we were like, oh, shoot, man. Scotty got a quarterback. Watch out. Well, he kind of tanked midway through the season. Can he bounce back and be the quarterback the Badgers thought they had in the, in the first two games last year? If he can, watch out. Because then the Gophers uh, and that goal of getting the Big Ten West again out of the clutches of Wisconsin and Iowa is going to be very, very difficult indeed. All right, we're going to end the show today. Oh, no, we're not. A couple things. We got some NBA free agency to talk about. $54 million, by the way, for the one and only Steph Curry. $54 million a year. Man, re-signs for another contract, over $200 million. Steph Curry, the Bay Area loves you. You love the Bay. Stay. Why not? Why not? See if they can put it together again. It's going to be some different faces. Don't know what's going to happen with uh, Clay Thompson out there. But he's in now. So Golden State, see what you can do. Um. Alonzo Ball, he joins the Bulls via sign and trade. And Mike Conley, he re-signed a three-year deal with the Jazz. Tim Hardaway Jr. re-signs with the Mavs on a four-year deal. Chris Paul is going to re-sign with the Suns. You got to like that, don't you? Um, that one's up to $120 million. And I like it. I mean, people are kind of staying put. Except the one and only Carmelo Anthony joining the Lakers, baby. Another big three at oh wait. Russell, Russell Westbrook coming to La La Town. What is going on, man? The big four out there in in Lakerville. Will it be enough? I don't know, but man, this is gonna be a very fun season. Uh, sign and trade Kyle Lowry out of Toronto on his way to Miami. And can I, I want to say one thing about the Miami heat and, and their organization. I want to give them props down there. And I'm what up to, to Jeff Fox host of the Jeff Fox show. He is the Don of the Miami sports writing scene. As I like to call him Mocha Bella. Um, one of our dear, dear friends down there. What I like about the Miami franchise down there is they're in it to win it. Ever since they have been a championship team, and then when since they won their initial one back in the Shack and, and the Shack days, they get LeBron. They go on their little run with LeBron. They have tried to stay there because they now consider themselves an elite organization. They have the city, Miami, South Beach, ocean, water. Hot women everywhere. Um, vibrant nightlife. Everything that you want and that you can get in, for the most part in L.A. Other warm weather cities, of course. But Miami is a destination now. And 
people want to play there because they want to be in a state that has no income tax. They want to take care, you know, enjoy that weather and just enjoy the life that if you have a lot of money, Florida is a great state to be in if you got a lot of money. If you're rich and can afford waterfront property and, and or, or live in some of those high rises down there, beautiful. Beautiful. And I just have always appreciated Miami recently because they're in and they're trying to get people down there and they're trying to win championships. They were in the finals a couple years ago. They want to get back there. And along with the major market areas, New York, Chicago, L.A., Miami's right there now in terms of the NBA. So... It's going to be very interesting to see how they do in the East next year. Dwight Howard going back to the Lakers. Um, he never should have left in all honesty, but he's coming back now. So, again, Lakers and, you know, everybody's saying, look, man, Nets, Lakers, let's just book it for next year. Not so fast. Not so fast. Obviously, injuries can, can play into it, but we'll see. Blake Griffin agrees to a one-year deal. Um, with the Nets, Trey Young, um, looking at a max extension, obviously with Atlanta. Um, Bulls also get a deal done, a four-year deal with Alex Caruso. So a lot of movement going on in the NBA. And unfortunately, if you're stuck here in the Twin Cities or in the state of Minnesota, you know, I should have had, I should have pulled up the cricket sound effects because. There just ain't nothing happening. You know, didn't have a draft choice because of the deal from last year and, um, you know, regarding draft picks and stuff. It just, I don't know, man. They're running out of time and, you know, a couple kind of so-so, no-name, ho-hum type players being mentioned. But let's see what our general manager, Gerson Rosas, can do. That's why he was hired. And we'll see here in the next couple of weeks. Maybe maybe something um, can be done. And uh, oh, DeMar DeRozan to the Bulls as well via sign and trade. So a lot of movement here. A lot of people moving around. A lot of teams really trying to, you know, stake a claim here. The Knicks, they re-signed Derrick Rose. Um, you know, they're coming off their first playoff run here in a minute. So I, can, I really cannot wait for the NBA next year. It's going to be a lot of fun unless you are a Minnesota Timberwolves fan because, honestly, I don't see a whole lot changing here. Oh, by the way, they did get rid of Ricky, Ricky Rubio. Um, the second stint of Ricky Rubio did not work. People love Ricky Rubio up here for some reason. Oh, he's so nice and this and that. Guy didn't even want to be here in the beginning, but... Um, definitely uh, glad that they they got him out of here, and we'll see. I mean, it, it's it's basketball purgatory up here in terms of NBA basketball. The Minnesota Timberwolves. It's always just wait till next year. Wait till next year. Well, we will see. So, um, real quick because I haven't been on in a minute. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, people have gotten on them. Well, you know if if. The, you know, the Nets weren't injured or the Lakers weren't injured. Unfortunately for, for those fan bases, they were injured. And somebody's going to win the chip. Somebody's going to win the trophy. 
So Milwaukee stepped up, did what they had to do. By the way, looking very ugly in the first two games of the NBA Finals to Phoenix. And came back and, and put four games together. And Giannis put four historic games together. Finally decided to hit free throws in that last game. And the Milwaukee Bucks, after a 51-year absence, are the kings of the NBA. And I will be very interested to see how they kind of take this and run. You know, they're still going to be the underdog next year. And maybe deservedly so. I don't know, but... Um, if they can use that to get it motivated and, you know, these super teams, well, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Kyrie Irving plays when he wants to play, you know, so these players now they got to get rested, this and that. I mean, LA now, the Lakers, you know, they, they, they have a, a few more names that they can pull out the hat over there. It's going to be real fun next year. So, all right, you guys, I'm out of here again. This is Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. This is the Sports Done Right, uh, the sports done right podcast. I'm coming to you late night. I am going to go have myself a little nightcap. I think a little bourbon's in order. Maybe a little Evan Williams, a single barrel. Um, I don't know, maybe some of that McKenna's 10-year as well. Um, that, uh, that'll help put a brother to sleep real nice, if you know what I mean. All right, stay tuned, guys. You can always find me on Twitter, again, at the Big Smooth one That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Sports Done Right on Facebook and Instagram. You can join our Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram. And other than that, we'll be back now. The schedule is going to get real dicey here for the next three weeks. Um a week from this Friday, me and the First Lady take our daughter out to Nevada to start college out there. And then we are basically going to be gone for about two and a half weeks. I'm going to take a little extended vacation. I got some work training I'm going to be doing out in San Diego for two or three days. Um, just enjoying the California coast. We're going to meet some friends over in Vegas. Um, unfortunately, indoor masking is back in both of those states as of now. I hope it doesn't get um, completely shut down. But again, this this Delta variant is uh, out of control. And unfortunately, we seem to be going backwards. But hey, all we can do is pray. All right, you guys. Be cool. Stay safe. Keep it tuned here. And again, check us out on all major podcasting platforms. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. We'll be back with you soon. And thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.